Good morning and welcome to The Secret Behind Our Success. I am Rebecca Rausch, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Thanks so much for listening. Hello and welcome back to The Story Behind Our Success where we get to speak with amazing entrepreneurs. They share some incredible stories and we gain valuable insight into what it takes to make an entrepreneur successful. I'm your host, Mike Freeman. Our guest today is James Hawley, founder and CEO of Next Path Career Partners. You can find out more about James and his company at nextpathcp.com. James, thanks for being with us today. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Next Path Career Partners? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so we, we're about a two-year-old company. Uh, we are in the recruitment space. So we help businesses uh, nationally uh, find talent, find people. Um, it's, uh, it's a busy time for us. So we, we're kind of part matchmaker um, helping businesses just get to the right candidates uh, in order to line up, you know, to fill critical roles to help their businesses grow. Uh, so I've been doing it for a very long time, and uh, Next Path, um, you know, is the latest venture that, uh, that I've been able to be a part of. Excellent. So if I was an individual looking for a job, I wouldn't specifically go to Next Path. But if I was a business and I'm looking to fulfill some positions. Um, you would you would be the guy that I'm looking for. Both, yeah. Both. You check awesome. both boxes. Yeah, we uh, we're always looking for great candidates, and and you know those that come to us. Some you know we have position for, and we can help directly place them. Others um, we could just be a resource to. Uh, you know, so that's something that um, you know I believe we really have two customers in our business: the clients that hire us. Uh, that actually pay for our services, but then also the candidates that come to us looking for assistance or help or direction. Um, we work with them as well. Excellent. And can you get into a little bit more about your background, James, yourself personally? Yeah. So I've been recruiting uh, since college, really, as soon as I got out of college, looking for that uh, first uh, business job, you know, real job. Uh, and had no idea what recruiting was. Most of us that are in this space don't. Uh, we fall into it uh, and took a role, found out I was pretty good at it, had a good first year, got recruited to a bigger company. Uh, and then that was ultimately where I met my partner, Dane Rodriguez. And we spent about five, six years together building uh, one of the fastest growing markets um, for that company. It's a billion dollar recruitment firm nationally. Wow. And you know, just really enjoyed it, had fun doing it. Uh, but then he, you know, tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey, we want to do this for ourselves. And it's always just been one of those like seeds, you know, that, uh, you know, I have felt as far as the entrepreneur gene and wanting to get out there and do something, create something, build it from scratch. And so I don't even think he finished the sentence. And I said, yes, you know, what do I got to do? Um, and then just literally like went all in, uh, cashed everything I had in maxed out credit cards. Uh, You know, Lord knows uh, what the interest rate was at the time it was up there. And so anything I could, you know, liquidate and get cash for 
uh, to get in on this. And so did that. And we built the business uh, in the middle of a recession, 2001. Uh, we were able to grow that, uh, had some, some record years. And then 2008, financial crisis went through another recession. Uh, and you know we built the business up to about $100 million in annual revenue. And we had uh, 13 offices. We had about 1,000 employees. So you know, pretty substantial. We were like the 30th largest recruitment IT staffing company in the States. Wow. And so then we sold uh, uh, that business, stayed on for a while. And then decided to join and uh, him again and got the itch to to build all over again. Um, you know, just jump back in. Awesome. What was the transformative moment for you to want to get in this business or even start your own business? Was it your your partner? You said tapping you on the shoulder, or was there, you know, something else that said yes, this is what I want to do. Yeah, I think it was always there. You know, it was kind of dormant as far as wanting to start something. Uh, I actually took a junior achievement class back in high school and realized that entrepreneurship was an actual job. I never knew that. And, you know, I kind of shelved it, didn't think much about it. And then, you know, had that opportunity. So when he mentioned it, I had already been thinking, uh, how cool would that be? Um, And so, yeah, there was no hesitation. He, you know, I think for me, at least some people can go out on their own and do stuff. Um, I'm a big, big believer in team. And so having a partner like him, it was just a no brainer. Um, He was uh, a veteran season, knew what he was doing and, you know, it always been my mentor. So it was just a dream come true. What a great chance to, to, to take that leap, to take that jump. Um, So I always felt like it wasn't, if we'd be successful, it, it was just like when, like when we would create, you know, um, that business into something that, you know, would pay us back. Awesome. It was fun. Excellent. So uh, a lot of success, uh, especially going through two recessions and now a third one. Um, Is there a, uh, an occasion or an event you can look at that shows how you've disrupted your industry or solidifies you as a leader in this industry, something you can share with our audience? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, you know, from a disruption standpoint, uh, no, um, at least not materially in that we suddenly did something that no one else had done before. Okay. Um, and, and I'm a big believer when it comes to, you know, entrepreneurship and starting businesses that every business doesn't have to be disruptive to be successful. Sure. I think often, you know, it's that, that, that eye candy of going, you know, are you the next Uber? Are you the next whatever? Uh, and to me, sometimes just even proven uh, business models, but someone doing it better, more effectively, efficiently, and providing a better service, uh, there's always a market for that, whether it's a recession or not. Um, so no, for us, uh, I think our secret sauce was people. Um, we surrounded ourselves by incredible people. Um, being in staffing and recruitment, we're in the people business. So I don't have a product that you know we can sell on Amazon. I have nothing out there, physic, physical goods. Um, it's all service-based. So for us, it's that interaction with another human being and a person that actually drives um, revenue for us. So hiring the right people is critical. And, and I think that's our secret sauce is taking care of our employees. Um, last year was really tough with COVID. I mean, everybody was in this like shock 
phase of, okay, the whole world stopped spinning. What's going to happen? And we, we were certainly worried. I mean, we hadn't seen anything like that. Past recessions were all economic recessions. And, you know, even 9-11, you know, really was that financial crisis that hit. So for us, um, you know, we made a pact right then and there that we told our team, your jobs are safe. 100%. You're not going to lose your job. Even if it means we've got to write more checks into the company, we're going to make this work. And I think that was important because you could see the anxiety on your staff's team, you know, the, uh, you know, their eyes and their face, you know, where they were worried because friends were losing jobs around them. And they're like, well, am, am I safe? So we right away threw that out there. And, and then, you know, business was tough for a few months, but we carried the business. And then we came out of there uh, like a slingshot, like a boomerang, because we had the team, they had our back, and then they could go out to market very strong. And then by August, we were in record territory for our business, uh, pre-pandemic records. And we grew last year by 85%. I think big piece of that wasn't that we were disruptive, anything you, unique that others can't do, nothing proprietary. It was ultimately just taking care of your staff, taking care of your employees and having their back. And they had our back when they went out and, and won more business for us. Excellent. Well, congratulations on uh, on that success. Yeah, thank you. It's a great team. I mean, ultimately, I'd, I'd love to just sit back and go, it was all me, Mike. It was right. all me. <laughs> it, it wasn't. Just putting people in a position to be successful. I think that's what leadership and, and uh, owning a business is all about. You can't do it alone. Um, you, you've got to put the right people in the right spot to be successful. Absolutely. So you're in an interesting position. Um a lot of our audience is entrepreneurs as well. You're in a position where you have to hire the perfect employee for your own company, mm-hmm. as well as try and find the perfect employee for another company. Um, can you get mm-hmm. into the mindset of how, I guess, what's the biggest struggle and how can an entrepreneur learn from if you have a lesson maybe uh, as to staffing and hiring. Yeah, it is kind of a double whammy because you're right. Like we have to find the perfect person for us and sort of like the doctor that has to take their own medicine. Like we better be good at what we do. We don't hire the right people. Then we'll never have a product or service that somebody wants to buy. Um, I think we're because you don't go to school for recruiting. uh, Our, our model has been, you know, bringing people on that we know, you know, that are referred to us or that just have the right DNA, which, which is, uh, not a skill that I can train. I can't train people to be hard workers or, you know, to be good, um, you know, uh, you know, customer service and, you know, good, good on the, um, delivery side. Uh, you know, they, they, they are who they are as a human being. Those traits are, are very inherent. We teach the rest of it though. So we have a luxury that we can bring people in, teach them the business. And, you know, in a couple of years out, they're, they're going to be great staffers and recruiters. Um, that's been a successful model for us. Uh, so, but it is hard. I mean, there's no doubt. Like right now, I mean, there's plenty of candidates that I interview and I know in the first couple of minutes, this is not going to fly. It's not going to work. Right. Um and they're just not a good fit for us. So it's a volume play. You got to talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. in order to get the right fits. And then we do the same thing for our clients. Uh, you know, I don't know if anyone bats a thousand in hiring, right? And, you know, 
you got to take a lot of swings as far as interviews, talking to people um, to find the right formula, the right recipe of a person that's going to work. And I, and I think that's um, why we're so busy is a lot of companies have a core business and hiring is not one of them. So they outsource what they're not great at. And, right. and that's what keeps us, you know, in, inherently, um, you know, as busy as I've ever been in 25 years of recruitment. Um, this, this is an incredible market right now. So I think as far as like, you know, lessons or tips, you know, if you're going to do it alone and you're going to find those people, you know, there's a couple of things. One is you've got to have a good brand out there because good people are going to be attracted to the right brand. So what you need to do is look at your brand online. And that's not just what you advertise for your jobs, but actually look at your, uh, your website, look at your glass door reviews as a business that has employees. Um, does it sell you? Uh, or does it detract? Would you actually want to work at your own company? Um, I think that's understated, and most business owners don't look at that. Um, the other part is is really bringing people through the process. You should go through the process yourself. You know, try and apply to your job. And is there fifty steps, and you're frustrated, and you know, uh, tap out, and you don't finish it? Um, so, are you putting obstacles that are too high that you're not even getting? you know, enough candidates through the door that are good. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a bunch of different things like that, that I would say is easy to do, costs nothing. It just is an investment of time to make sure that, you know, you're putting the right um, message out there for who you are so that you attract the right candidates that are rock stars, outstanding, stellar people. Um, but they have too many options. If you don't give them a reason to apply to you, uh, then they're going to move on and go to the next company. Right. Excellent. No, that's some great advice. Um, I see the hashtag behind you. Uh, love what you do. Is that mm. a personal mantra? Is it something that uh, you impress upon your, you know, your employees? Is that a part of your culture? Yeah. I mean, our, our team actually came up with that. Uh, so um, I don't remember uh, it was either like Stephanie or, or uh, Gina, but there was kind of this collective, we love what we do. And so we started outwardly saying that. And so almost every social post, everything we do has a, a hashtag, love what you do. And I think it also goes core to um, our belief system. And, and certainly my belief system is if you pursue your passion and you love what you do and where you do it, then success, you know, i.e. money, right? Which a lot of people are chasing. That's why we work. You know, we, we don't live to work. We work to live. Sure, so sure. it's a, a vehicle. So for me, at least, uh, I definitely believe wholeheartedly that if you pursue your passion and you love what you do, it will translate into success. Um, and too many people are miserable in their jobs and it's a, it's, it's an awful existence. You know, too much of our life is spent at our job during our waking hours you, you, you better enjoy it. Um, right. otherwise change jobs. Yeah. I hundred percent agree. That's why I'm an entrepreneur. I work for myself and if I don't like it, I go do something else. Yeah. You're following your passion. I mean, I can tell with our, our pre-discussion, you know, just kind of what, what actually got you, you know, to this stage, um, is, is, you know, being your own boss and choosing your own path. And I, I think that's awesome. So kudos to you as well. It's it's a cool story. Thank you. 
any future plans or you must have some big goals for um, next path for obviously 2021. You said 2020 was a, a, an incredible year, 85% growth. Uh, yeah. What kind of goals or future plans do you have for 2021, 2022? Yeah, I, I would, um, I get that question a lot and, you know, I, I might come at it a little bit different than maybe most uh, owners or entrepreneurs or, or managers. Um, you know, last year we didn't set out a goal to grow by 85%. Uh, right. it, it happened organically because we focused on, uh, you know, the blocking and tackling and doing really good work every day. And I, I, I do believe that's how I feel like we approach this business is we don't overcomplicate. And I think as soon as you start setting specific targets, especially numbers and revenue and size of a business, I feel like, you know, you kind of back up into trying to make that happen and it's not always healthy for the business. So yes, we're on a run rate right now based on four months into 2021 that we will more than double our business this year. Um, wow. That's fantastic. That's great. But it's not something that I set out to do. It's actually something that I want to, um, you know, ultimately see success, but not let that be um, the main focus. I, I think if you do what you need to do every day, every week, every month to deliver for your clients and your customers and your team, I think the results actually just happen. Um, right. It's just something that I strongly uh, believe. So, you know, big picture, I think the next few years are going to be really good for our business. I want to continue to grow our business through our staff, our team. I want to feed them. Um, a lot of them are hungry. And I want to see them, you know, go as far as they want to, and we'll continue to invest in them, uh, open new divisions. If they want to open new markets, if they're moving somewhere, um, you know, we will make that happen, but it's not a predisposition. It's not a preset goal that says, Hey, we want to put a pin on a map and have 30 offices in the next 10 years. I have zero desire. I, I feel like we built our last business. It was highly successful. But we were so focused on growth, um, you know, that this go around, it's more so focused on our team. And if our team's good with where things are at and they have a great life and they're loving it and they don't want to take on bigger things, then I'm okay with that. You know, I just want a great place to work and I want people to be proud of what, you know, we're putting out there in the marketplace. All right. Well, it sounds like a great place to work. So kudos to you. Thank you. Um, You've just throw up a vinyl hashtag and it becomes a great place to work. <laughs> well, uh, you know, there is something to, uh, uh, affirmations and, and seeing something, repeating something every day, uh, Napoleon Hill, you know, and that was pretty much what he said in his book is every, every successful person had a, a mantra or a and, and hashtags, not in their early twenties, but, um, you know, you got it. So I totally uh, get it. Yeah, no, I mean, we, you know, we, we are what we do, right. That's what we're a product of. So if you do and say certain things, it, it will, it will just become habit and it will become real. So now I a hundred percent agree with you. Now it's, it's a, it's a fun business. I mean, we're about 25 employees right now. Uh, you know, we grew about 50% of our headcount, uh, the last 12 months through COVID. So we've added more people and we continue to do so. So I, th I think we'll, you know, I think we'll probably be somewhere, you know, 35, 40 employees by the end of this year, which 
you know, which I think is a good pace, but it's not so big that, you know, we, you know, we get lost. Um, right. You know, we all, you know, feel like we have an impact on the business being this small. And, and I enjoy that. Excellent. James, uh, on more of a personal note, when you're not running this business and thinking of staffing and everything else, uh, you have any hobbies, charitable activities that you're involved in? Yeah, uh, I've got three kids, so that definitely okay. keeps the. Sure. That that's my second job, um, yes. and that's the beautiful thing about this is you know this has afforded me the ability uh, to be at every school event, sporting event, right. uh, anything they've got going on. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, the the family keeps me busy. Um, I enjoy that so so much. Um, I, uh, I enjoy running. It's kind of a, a big thing that I've gotten into, um, as I've aged a bit, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, have, um, uh, keep the calories down a little bit more and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, do, do a little bit more exercise so I can keep up with my kids. Uh, so that's, that's been a big thing. And then charity wise, I, uh, I've done quite a bit with junior achievement over the years. I, I've tried to give back because I do feel that they kind of spark something inside of me, uh, that free enterprise entrepreneurship program that they planted that seed with um, was not lost on me. And, and so I've given back and spent a lot of time in the classroom with them. And that's an awesome cause, uh, one that I strongly believe in. And then, yeah, we, my wife is runs around and, and there's a lot of stuff that we participate in charity wise. And, you know, always trying to, I was trying to give back, you know, um, you know, I, I've been in this community for a long time and so definitely want to make an impact, not just from a business and a job standpoint, but also from a quality of life and, and, and just helping others wherever, wherever possible. Excellent. Um, is there anything else you uh, want to talk about before we run out of time here, James? I mean, I, I think, you know, just if, if you're a candidate looking for positions right now, um, you know, I think there's just a couple tips that I always like to pass on you know, resumes matter and, and you've got to make sure that you write a resume that is uh, uh, keyword friendly. Everything in this digital age is searchable. So all HR departments, all recruiters out there, uh, they are searching your keywords. So make sure whatever it is that you're good at is well spelled out. Um, and, you know, it's something that will, you know, make you findable when they're doing the searches because most people right. Physically read what you sent in; they're going to search for it, and and then also LinkedIn is a great tool. Um, make sure that you're treating your LinkedIn as a resume. Uh, there's more candidates that I talk to that have found their job through LinkedIn because it's a perpetual, uh, always on resume that sits out there with your credentials. So build that thing out. Um, even if you're not actively looking right now, you should build out your resume or your LinkedIn like a resume, and you'll be amazed that when you're least looking for it, that dream job may come along. Something that you thought was five years out, you could get tapped for it a lot sooner um, just as a passive candidate. So it's a great tool. So make sure that you're leveraging that. Um, I think that's the best advice for candidates I could give. And outside of that, um, you know, if anyone's interested in, you know, hiring or looking for a position, feel free to reach out to our team at, you know, nextpathcp.com. We've got all of our jobs listed. I think we're at like 200 jobs open right now. So across sales, marketing, uh, technology. So we have a lot of like developer roles, programmer roles. 
um, and then finance and accounting roles. We pretty much run, you know, the gambit, um, you know, across uh, a business openings right now. So yeah, check us out. And if we can help anybody, uh, please reach out. Happy to do so. Awesome. Well, James, you were a great guest. Uh, before we go, just tell everybody again, how they can find you and, uh, more information about next path career partners. Yeah. Feel free on LinkedIn to reach out to me, connect with me. That's great. Happy to answer any questions that anyone might have. Uh, and then, you know, our website, nextpathcp.com. Um, We've got everything up there and you can reach out to us and apply to positions there. Um, and we'll be happy to help. But I mean, I appreciate your time here today, Mike. It was awesome talking to you and, uh, you know, congrats on all your success as well. This, this was a real pleasure. Great. Yes. Thank you as well. Uh, James Hawley, founder and CEO of Next Path Career Partners. Uh, appreciate the time very much today. And for all of you tuning into the story behind our success, we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the story behind our success. If you are a successful six-figure entrepreneur or an inspirational speaker who would like to be on this program, please visit neonlizardcreative.com slash podcast slash apply. If we're inspired by this interview, we would be honored if you would share it on social media and even rate it. Your thumbs up rating goes a long way to promote the show. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them. Let them know. Hashtag story behind our success. And don't forget, opt in on the website so you don't miss an episode. We have some fantastic guests on the docket. And if you want to know more, check out neonlizardcreative.com. See you next time. Okay.